0: Lock Talk Radio.
1: Well, the heat's going up during these hot summer months, but it's always cool right here with Cool Jazz. Served up with impeccable style on the Bridget Lewis Coffee Talk Jazz Radio Show. You know, if music were about pictures, well, you'd hear and you'd see in your mind's eye percussionists, pianists, violins, and trumpeters, a true kaleidoscope of the hottest style and colors on any given show. That's what Bridget's serving up. You'll hear generous tastes of Latin jazz, swing, bebop, salsa. And gospel jazz and other infectious grooves as they collide and churn in a fiery swirl. So get up close and personal. Come on, join the jazz conversation with Miss Bridget Lewis, also known as the Coffee Lady, right here on Coffee Talk Jazz Radio LA. Enjoy the show.
0: Hello, 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 and welcome to an evening edition of Coffee Talk Jazz Radio. It's time to cool down with plenty of hot jazz, and tonight we present our Living Legend Series. Our jazz party would be incomplete without my cup of joe. Tonight I'm enjoying a strawberry double delight coffee with a double shot of espresso. Won't you join me? Today is Wednesday, September the 4th, 2012, and we have a huge show for you tonight, I'm thrilled and excited about this evening's guest, but before I introduce him, I'd like to introduce my very special co-host, Reggie the Jazzman from Smooth Jazz Mixes. Hey, Reggie.
2: Hello, Bridget. It's great to be here this evening with you.
0: Awesome. Awesome. How are you?
2: I'm doing wonderful this evening. Wonderful. Absolutely excited about what we have going on tonight.
0: All right. Wonderful. Well, tonight we have a worldwide audience tuning in, and I'd like to welcome Taiwan, Greece. Argentina, Yorkshire, England, and Barcelona. If you're a first time listener and new to Coffee Talk Jazz Radio, I'd love to welcome you. Our show's call in number is one three four seven nine three four zero one zero eight. And of course we are broadcasting live from Los Angeles, California. Plenty of CDs to give away tonight. We'll be taking your calls about fifteen minutes after the hour, and you can also follow the show on Twitter at Coffee Talk Jazz. We'll also be touching on the Gift of Music Foundation And more. Now, I'd like to spotlight our next guest. In the spotlight is Grammy-winning percussionist Harvey Mason Sr., also known as Maze. Harvey has been considered a driving force in contemporary pop, soul, R&D, jazz, and more. He is also known for a musical style that transcends musical genres, making Harvey an artist that can be appreciated by everyone. It is because of this, that he has been able to keep in sync with an ever-changing musical industry, bringing him success as a performer, composer, sideman, music producer, and songwriter. And next, he has traveled the world many times over and has contributed to some of the most important musical pieces in our music culture. I'd like to welcome the newest member to the Coffee Talk Jazz family and our living legend, Mr. Harvey Mason Sr. Hello, Harvey.
3: Hi, Bridget. How are you doing? How are you? Just great! I'm happy to be here.
0: Good, well, an intro. You. <laughs> you. Well, you deserve that and much, much, much more. So thrilled that you're here tonight. And uh, as you heard, I have my uh, very special co-host, uh, Reggie the Jasmine from Smooth Jazz Mix, and so he's going to be um, talking with you tonight uh, as well. But before we move forward, I want to thank a very special person, which is uh, Mike. Willopinski, Vice President of Jazz Publicity for of International, a division of Concord Music in New York, for coordinating our time together.
2: Yes, and
3: hi, I also like to thank Mike as well, and uh, Reggie, hi to you.
2: Hello, Harvey, it's wonderful to be here with you and share this time with you this evening. Looking forward to it.
0: Awesome. Now, so before we get started, Harvey, I want to know, how was your Labor Day? It
2: was great, nice and relaxing.
3: and going to the movie, worked a little bit in the morning writing, but then I went to the movie. Gym, work,
0: movies. All right. So you have been touring the world promoting your latest project, and I feel so fortunate that Coffee Talk Jazz was given the uh, the street scoop. And uh, you have a new project out. It's called Esprit de Force. And please correct me if I'm not pronouncing it correctly, Harvey. Is that the correct title for the CD? Yes,
3: Esprit de Force.
0: Esprit de Force. And um, Esprit de Force, it's meaning, does it celebrate the collaboration of spirit?
3: Absolutely. Unity, uh, the good spirit of the band, respect everyone has. I mean, it, it actually really fits the, the character of the band and what, what we actually stand for. So it's one for all, all for one, and, uh, and unity. And that's basically the, the message that comes in. three to four.
0: Okay. Um, let me just tell everyone a little bit about your your band. you guys are like a brotherhood, and... There is the great pianist, uh, Mr. Bob, he's this. He's so wonderful, Mr. Bob James. There is Mr. Nathan East, and there's also a guitarist, Chuck Loeb. And there's been an enormous buzz in Japan about the release of your new album, and the excitement um, has been filled because I know that there's a young lady by the name of... Um, Seiko, who's been performing uh, with Bob uh, at the Tokyo Jazz Festival, and she's also featured, you know, on this particular album. So tell us a little bit about how Seiko got involved with the collaboration of this current project.
3: Well, Bob wrote a song for the uh, having the, big, the disaster. He was there performing, and uh, there was a disaster that pretty much ruined the homes of most of the musicians performing. And as a tribute, he wrote a song called Put Our Hearts Together. And uh, it was so well received that NHK, which was one of the largest uh, television stations there, picked it up, did a documentary, used his song as the theme song, and uh it was played, played all over the television. Four played, performed the song as well. We were in the documentary and soon after that, uh it just started snowballing. Next thing you know that uh Seiko heard it and loved it and Judy and Bob's daughter had written some lyrics so Seiko heard the song. They sent the lyrics to her. She wanted to sing the song. NHK put put her together. She sang the song. We really liked it. And, uh, okay. She said, well, we'll use it on our record. We have an instrumental version of it and a vocal version. Put Our Hearts Together, Bob James' song.
0: All right. So we'll see if we can uh, play, that, uh, play that tonight. Red, did you want to ask Harvey a question?
2: Harvey, I just wanted to go back. Um, um, to the beginning, actually, uh, when you started putting albums out. And I was doing some research, and I, I found something interesting that I didn't know about you. I'm a drummer and percussionist myself, um, but I didn't know that you also played the vibes. Oh,
3: yeah. Percussionist, yeah. Oh, yeah. New England Conservatory, the vibes, malice. Remember the whole, whole timpani, the whole work. Actually, I played mal- malice
2: and timpani on a lot of Earth, Wind, and Fire records. You you did play on that's the way of the world is that is that correct? That's right. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I'm just I am just honored to, to have you here with us and, and just to share this time with you. I think this is just such a blessing. It's just incredible.
3: Well, I'm happy to do it. And it's great to, to be out to the listening audience and kind of get to know people and people get to know you at a different level. So it's fun for me to do this.
0: I have so many questions. Sometimes it's really kind of difficult to know where to start because how do you put two decades of your life in an interview in an hour or so? We're going to be touching on a couple of different areas, and uh, we're going to be playing a lot of music. We've got a lot of folks that have been calling, um, calling me beforehand asking me, what time does the show start and where can I get the link? So um, we're going to be taking some calls as well. But I want you to share a bit more about the Connectedness and the Musical Fellowship That the four of you share because I think about I had a chance to meet um, Nathan East um, back in February. I did a uh, television interview with singer-songwriter Bobby Caldwell, and so I actually saw him and his beautiful wife. I cannot recall her name, but I actually saw him um, at the Catalina Jazz Barn Grill in Los Angeles. And I told him about the Living Legend series. And we wanted to have you all on, and he was talking about the great uh, collaborative work that you all do together. And so there's such a synergy with the four of you, and yet you all have individual careers. are just so huge. And so just share a little bit about this, that you guys are so well connected at the heart. So it just it seems like there's a musical fellowship. Um, tell us a little bit more about the dynamic of the four, the three other three gentlemen in the group.
3: Well, if I may, I'd I like to say that, first of all, everyone in the band has the utmost respect for everyone. Everyone's such a gentleman.
4: Absolutely. And the
3: guys are so very cool. Everyone just knows how to get along, and we may even disagree, but we work things out. It's a democracy. It's a full-fledged democracy. to band, and and I think respect is a big thing.
2: And oh, sure. That's kept us
3: together and kept us. Uh, every guy, everyone pulls for everyone else. As soon as one guy takes the floor, everyone supports that guy and try and help 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 him achieve exactly what he wants in the song. Uh, when a person writes a song, he brings it in, and we either yay it or nay it, and once we yay it and we start working on it, everyone contributes and tries to bolster that person to make a song as, as good as it can possibly be, and uh, there's nothing but respect, and I think that's where it all begins. We've we've been together, Bob, myself, and Nathan have been together for 21 years now, and, uh, and there haven't been any chinks in the armor. We're still making decisions, and... And moving forward and the energy is there. We actually love each other very, very much.
4: Oh sure. And,
3: and uh the music I think uh, I think it display, it comes out in the music. And we've had changes in guitar charity, of course you know twice. We had Lee Ritten, I was one of the original members. He was Yeah. With well, us about six years. Uh Captain Larry Fingers. Carlton came on and stayed, <laughs> Larry Carlton stayed thirteen years and okay. then he finally left and now we have the newest member Chuck Loeb who's been with us more than a year now. And I must say he fit in. He's a perfect, perfect fit. And, and when he came aboard, it was almost an immediate love affair. He fits right in so perfectly. He's a great producer, great writer, great player, and a great person. And, and we, and he's completed our link. Our link is totally. I hope he stays forever. So oh. it, it's it's really great, and we love it. We travel together. We play together. We love playing together, and we bond and pray before shows, and we just. We, just, we have a great time and we don't we, we don't bust ourselves we we travel and we we do things in a luxury and in a really first class manner and we just have a great time.
0: Okay. right. Well, did you have anything to add to that?
2: Yeah, I just um I think that um what you just said is something that provides a good model for everyone who has a group. Um there's a lot of solo artists out there but um, to maintain your longevity, you know the chemistry is extremely important, and um, I just think that that's uh, coming from someone such as yourself, or, or Bob, or, or Chuck, or Nathan um, to have you to say that um, it definitely uh, explains the importance of having the chemistry and that single-mindedness that that keeps you in the game for a long time. It's a very important ingredient. Okay,
3: and we all have the same goal. We really want this band to be around. We want it to last. And uh, it's our baby. We've you know, intended sure. to stay together. So sure. uh, you have to have that intent as well.
0: Now I want to take it all the way back to your roots, because before you were famous, I understand you were born in Atlantic City, New Jersey, and I'll say in February, and uh, I won't say the year, but it's okay. And you started taking formal drum lessons at the tender age of seven, and so you seem to almost be born from everything that I've listened to and, and and read about you. You seem to be born with rhythm in you. And so tell us a little bit more about your formative years and who was it that fostered the gift of music that you bring to the world today?
3: Well, I'll have to say my mother because...
0: that that long road i think that um you know most times what i've heard and things that i've seen with other artists that i've worked with is that people forget that um you know you've put in a lot of time you didn't just wake up and you know all of a sudden you were this great percussionist you were this great drummer and the thing that you have that's most important you had someone to mentor you you had someone to foster that talent you saw someone that had that gift you know, in you, and I'm going to touch on music education uh, as we move forward because that is a cause that is near and dear to my heart. We do have a foundation here at Coffee Talk Jazz, and so we let me just say this that we call it um, a joyful, uh, challenging rewards with um, a worthy cause. and... Um, we really want to see our budding musicians continue to take, you know, music lessons. But, you know, so many of the electives have been taken out of schools. I mean, theater and art and, and music. And can you speak on that? How important, I mean, you just did, but can you speak a little bit more on that for those that are listening to let them know? It's so important to put music and to keep music in school, to keep uh, to keep our music alive. I think
3: it's, 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 it's amazingly important. I mean, so important. I mean, if it hadn't been for that, I I I wouldn't have made it because I couldn't afford to have lessons. And there are yeah. a lot of kids like that that have talent that will never get realized if they don't have the opportunities, starting sure. in the early ages in school, to learn it and be associated with it. So I think it's vitally important that, that we reinstitute music and art in the schools because that that's a lot of kids. That can foster confidence and, and bring oh, yeah. a life to fruition because... I I played sports, I did everything, but, you know, the one thing I knew that I really could do that was really special and no one could do like me, not to say I'm better, but was music, and that was my salvation. I was a good dude and everything, but music was my salvation, and I practiced and I practiced and I wanted to practice, and and it was just, I didn't think about being a professional musician. I did it because I was good at it and I loved it, and kids need that, and there are a lot of kids walking around that will never get to realize the dream of being a musician because they didn't get the chance to start early enough. And, and, and that's, that's
0: sad. Yeah, uh, I have seen what we have. We've selected three middle schools in Los Angeles and two high schools where we like to contribute at least $5,000 every quarter to have uh, part-time teachers to, you know, teach the kids the musical instruments, you know, their, you know, choice. And I go, and it is the cause that is so near and dear to my heart. And I started this foundation like three years ago. So we talk about this on every show, and I love to get – the opinions of professional musicians like yourself that know how important it is because you yourself you were so blessed you you attended two of the top schools in the nation Um, first berkeley school of music and then you went on to receive a full scholarship at new england conservatory of music studying performing composing and arranging so it definitely shaped you and made you who you are so thank you so much for the music
3: Absolutely. at New England I was a education major because I wasn't sure I was really gonna be able to make it to the player. Mm. <laughs> but I was a double major education and performance, but uh, yes I'm very proud of my of attending there and, and now I'm a member of the board of the school.
0: Oh great. that's awesome. I love that as well. Well, here is what I would love to do. I am so excited about this new project. I would love to get into some of this great music. And uh, the first track on Esprit de Four, uh, that this is my sweet spot. There's actually two of them. And it's called Firefly. And uh, would you like to set this up for us and we'll play it for our fans?
3: Firefly was written by the bassist Nathan East. And he uh, brought it very special to us. It was really nice. And we had it, with, I think it was the first song that we previewed. We threw it up on the Internet did a video, very cool video. If you look, look on the internet, you'll see it. We're playing live, and that was way, where were we in the studio, actually? We were in the studio. We, we so check out Firefly. It's a very cool, energetic song, and uh, Nathan East credited.
0: All right, so here we go with Firefly. Let's take a listen, shall we?
2: Music site www.rodwilliamsmusic.com and pick up the CDs Journey and Hands Down from his music store. Follow the show on Twitter at Coffee Talk Jazz.
0: Broadcasting live from Los Angeles, California, and you're listening to the very best in Blog Talk Radio here at Coffee Talk Jazz. It's Miss Bridget Lewis, known as the Coffee Lady, and we are here with our living legend, Mr. Harvey Mason Sr. From the amazing Grammy-nominated and winning group, Four Play. Hey, Harvey, thanks so much for the music. We're loving it.
3: Four Play. Wasn't it Well,
0: Mason
3: stepped out, didn't he?
0: You know, when I heard it, um, it reminded me of um, he has a signature to uh, a signature sound because I have, um, I'm telling you, my CDs are cracked up. I have uh, Between the Sheets here.
4: Oh, yeah.
0: I have <laughs> I have the best of play And um, looking at the back of the CD uh, cover, love those glasses, Harvey, too. Um, look at the back of the CD cover. Lee Rittenauer is on this one. And... I have uh one of my favorite songs. I've played this in so much of the covers like Warren um I have one great song in there called Swap Jazz, um, Pieces of My Heart, Slow Slide. I can't even think of the name of the um the album. See I'm saying album, I'm really telling my age when I'm saying album. It's Elixir, that's what it was. Elixir. That's what it is. Elixir. I love that. Now, Reggie, did you have any uh questions that you wanted to ask Harvey?
2: Yes, yes, and Harvey, you've been playing music for uh, 50 years or thereabouts, and I just wanted to know, you know, after playing music for that that time, how do you keep it fresh, and how do you bring yourself back and do something different? How do you accomplish that?
3: Well, you know, I've always had the feeling that I needed to do something fresh. At one time, I was making so many records and CDs that, the hardest thing for me was
1: to not want...
3: I didn't want to play the same thing. So I was always looking for something fresh to play. And even now, I listen to a lot of people, a lot of the younger guys coming in, and I'm inspired by them. And uh, just trying to keep keep it fresh and keep trying to grow. And it's, it's actually quite... It's very natural. And the last thing I want to do is continue to play the same thing. I think if I had to do that, I wouldn't feel that good. That's why I never went to the road in the early All I did was record. Cause every every time I went to a session, different different musicians, different music, and I just didn't think I would be a great guy to go on the road and just, you know play the same music all the time. And uh, I had lots of opportunities, and I I turned them all down. But with foreplay, it was very different because we have guys like mine. They'd all learn how to accompany. They all had their solo records, and they just wanted to just keep growing and play any kind of music. That's why our records are very eclectic. They they go from the ballad to this. To straight ahead to whatever so with foreplay play we change it up so much that it's, it's, it's a joy and uh, we just try and keep it fresh like the new CD is completely different than the last there's some similarities you can, you can tell it's 4Play because the poor guy is very clearly and distinctly but we keep trying to expand the music and I think we've done that with a, a great pop, composition by Chuck Loeb called uh, December Dream it's a wonderful, wonderful song and I hope people get into that but 4Play is ever changing and I think we've adapted with Chuck and Meld, meld with him, and the, and the band's moving forward again.
2: Always moving forward, and, and one additional question is: since you mentioned playing with different musicians, um, playing uh, the different genres of music has, has obviously, it's been an asset to you. And um, within those genres, and who are you listening to? Who do you listen to now? What kind of music do you listen to? Well,
3: uh, today I listen to classical music all day. But I listen to, um, I, I just try and have people recommend. Um, I'm listening to, well, let's see. Well, I'm not listening to much smooth jazz. At all. I, I I don't listen to, I listen to a lot of bebop, a lot of the older records that have been out. Okay. And, uh, or any new recommendations, any new things. I listen to a lot of vocals. It's just a lot of, and some current music. But I don't listen to too much smooth jazz. But it's a lot of classic music. Classic jazz. Any young guys that I hear about, uh, I have a list of, it's not in front of me, stuff that I, I need to listen to that I haven't gotten to. But a lot of, anything that's new and fresh, I listen to that too. I listen to Glassford's new record, met him. And I really that's love high. that. And, and I listen to a, a, a group called King, three singers, uh, really adventurous and moving forward and thinking music. And, uh, you know, all the, all this sort of thing, you know, all this, 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 this Stokely and uh, just a lot of different music.
2: Okay, variety is a spice of life, isn't it?
3: Absolutely, music's <laughs> always spinning in my head. I have to say that
2: <laughs> it
3: really is, literally. And I I don't even realize sometimes I'm whistling, and and that's when I sit down to write. I, I try and write every day a little bit, and uh, it just uh, seems to be an underending. A Wealth of music down there somewhere so Sometimes I have to dig it out and Sometimes it's right there in the forefront but it's, it's fun.
0: You know and you said that it made me think about You are uh, in demand I mean everyone um, Wants your services They want the best of the best You are the person that gets the call With so many requests for your services What's your filtering process for deciding Which project you'll actually work on
3: Well um if they call and I'm available, I do it.
0: Okay. So it's
3: not, it's not, I'm really not, you know, you never know what you're going to play on. You may not know who the artist is, but that's the challenge of going in and playing it and fitting in and making it work. You know? So uh, if, if I'm available and they call, then I'll do it. You know, Because you never know what what you're going to learn, what new area you're going to be in. You know? I remember when Seal called me. I'd never heard of Seal. And I had a call from Sky. I said, you come to London and work it? real world, Peter Gabriel studio, and, and we'll pay you whatever you need and all like that. And I
4: said,
3: okay, well, let's work it out. And I called my son, and I said, who is Steel? Have you heard of anybody called Steel? And I go, and I end up making the record of the year. So yes, you
0: did. Wasn't that, was that was uh, that
3: 2006? I can't remember what year it was, but it was okay. uh, Kiss Like a Rose, yeah. that the whole CD.
0: And, uh
3: So you never know who it is. You don't know what it is. So if if they call me and I'm available, I'll do it.
0: Okay. Here's another question I have for you. Um, You have excelled at your craft, and you are, again, sought after, studio musician, highly versatile. And I would ask, what would you share with a novice that is listening that wants to jump into the business? They think that they're pretty good and they say, you know, um, I'm interested in becoming a session musician. How does one really jump into uh, that arena? Because it, it almost seemed kind of like it's it's a club, in a sense.
3: Well, you know, it's not really a club. Um, it, first of all, the golden age of recording, in my estimation, is past, unfortunately, because sure. the way things are now, everyone can record at home, everyone's recording at home, everyone's using uh, sample drums, they don't use many live musicians anymore. So the golden age, where there was so much work, where I worked three or four sessions every day, that that's past. Most musicians couple that session work with going on the road. So just know that from the first first off. But secondly, I think in order to be a session musician you have to really be well rounded, be a thorough reader and you have to love all kinds of music and, sure. and not be choosy about what kind of music you want to play. And you have to with great pride learn to play everything from classical music to country music and everything in between, and love it, and, and genuinely love it, because I feel that studio musicians are some of the best musicians on the planet, and they could have played and gone in any direction they wanted, and most of them are supreme, supremely talented. So every time I go into the studio and I'm going to play with these big orchestras and play with these great musicians, I feel like I have to be on my game 100%, because I don't want to be the guy that's going to make a mistake. And, and it's, it's, just, it's just a to me, it's a blessing to have been able to play with all these great musicians, and, uh, and I, I feel most happy when I go in the studio and most at home. It's just it's, it's a blessing. So, if you really believe in it and want to do it, there is still some work, and just practice and study and listen and, and come out and give it a go. That's, that's what you have to do. You know. And okay. there's no formula. I can't even give you. I can't even give them a <laughs> no formula. Except when I, I, you know, I didn't really set out to be a traveling musician when I was coming out of high school. I know it was good, and I've been offered jobs, but I didn't really want to just travel the road and be a musician because I, I, I wanted a different kind of life myself because I've been so poor. And I read an article in the in, uh, Downbeat about a studio musician, Larry Bunker, and I said, that's what I want to do. They go to, go to work, they're their own boss, they wear ties if they wanted to, it was very respectable, and I said, that's what I want to do. And so at that point, I went to, when I went to school, my my dream was to play as, Cover everything. Learn to write. Learn to learn to uh, to play in the orchestra. Play in the orchestra really well, which I was already doing, and just hone all my skills because I've been doing shows in my hometown and I played R and B bands. I played my missus, I just started playing in country bands. I played in Latin bands. I just played everything I could while I was in school, and opera. And then when I came out, I moved right out to L.A. and uh, tried to sell it. And that's that's how I that's how I did it. But uh, that's just one way. But uh, I just say get as interested. And I've advised other kids now that they ask about it. They go to that study engineering, study writing, study performing. And I also was an education major just to fall back on it, in case all that fell apart. So I, just cover your bases because you never know which way things are going to pan out for you. You should be prepared to cover it. If you're going to be in music, be in music and really study it. Especially when you're young and you have the opportunity to go to a good institution it's varied. Present all kinds of opportunities Study the business of music as well You never know what's going to happen That's very important as well Wow,
0: well, I am so glad that you brought that up Because that was a great segue into my next question Saying that some people forget um, How important it is to stay educated About the business of music Because it is a business first And not just the performance You know, part of it So um, thank you so much for sharing that Richard, did you have anything to add to that?
2: Just, just to touch base on the same thing um one of my mentors told me that um this business is it's eighty percent business and twenty percent music. And um once you understand that um it's business it takes on a whole different perspective and uh when you combine the two you become a professional. Um, so Well yes, you know it's, it's funny,
3: it's... I never think of it as eighty percent business. I think of it as eighty percent music and Twenty percent business. Once I can get the business out of the way, then it's all about the music. My, my life is in music, and I think that the fact that I made initially made money playing was to me was unbelievable. That I was getting paid to play, and I just tried to keep that same attitude. The fact that I still get paid to do what I do is truly amazing to me. To get to travel around the world, play before thousands and thousands of people who really appreciate what you do, is amazing to me. And the fact that I get paid is just an absolute bonus. So I never, I, I, you know, the business part is important, and we take that very seriously. But the most important
2: thing is the music. Community. Well, one thing for sure, that certainly, looking at it that way, Harvey, that certainly keeps it fun. Oh, and, and <laughs>
3: yes,
4: it, is. it really is.
0: Well, here's what I want to do. I want to get into some more of this great music and um, another one of my favorite tracks. Uh, on your current project Esprit de Four Is entitled uh, December Dream You want to set this one up For us Harvey?
3: Yes As I mentioned earlier This was written by Chuck Loeb Our new guitarist Okay And he presented that To us first It was the first song We recorded And we heard it Everyone went back To the drawing board And started writing All over again Because he raised the bar It's a wonderful Wonderful composition. I hope everyone loves it
0: December All dream. right, Chuck Loeb <laughs> A contemporary gospel recording artist. Do you love good coffee and a great chat? Well, today is your chance to peek behind the curtain with your favorite artist. Are you celebrating a birthday? If so, join us with the Coffee Talk Jazz Radio Birthday Club. Send us a text at 562 or email us at Coffee Talk Jazz Radio at MSN.com. We'll also give you a live shout out and plenty of Twitter love. You never know what you might win. Call us today if it's your birthday at 347 9340108. Be sure to follow our tweets and also follow us on Facebook. So happy birthday from Miss Bridget and the Coffee Talk Jazz crew.
2: his straightforward delivery with a throwback to the classic brass and warm players Sam Hankin's musical personality is truly refreshing pick up his new project Nothing Between Us from all digital outlets
0: With more good coffee and great chat And I just gave you all a sample Of that beautiful composition That was written by Chuck Loeb And uh, Harvey Mason Sr., our living legend Is playing on there with Mr. Bob James And with Mr. Nathan East And you all just heard a little sampling Of a new project that's sitting on the musician's corner It's entitled Nothing Between Us By a fine young trumpeter By the name of Sam Hankins Out of Chicago So you guys want to make sure that you pick that up now, Harvey, I have a few more questions for you, and that was such a beautiful piece. Thank you so much for that. Um, this time last year, Foreplay was in Budapest, and uh, I love all the pictures that I was sent. And so I want to ask you, do you have a, a favorite ports of call with all the places that you've traveled?
3: I must say Japan. Okay. It's been there so many times. I started going to Japan in 19... 19- Seventy-three, I think I went with Carol King, and mm. um, I, I I fell in love with it. I've been back so many times. I've played it so many times with so many people, and uh, four players. I and mean, we go there and it's just incredible. It's, we really love it, and we prefer to play this wonderful, wonderful club that one of the best clubs in the world called the Blue Note. There mm-hmm. probably host five five hundred people, and we do two shows a night. Usually, we're there it's sold out the entire week. And we'd rather do that than play a concert. We could play a concert and play with 3,000, 4,000 people, but we'd rather play in a club and hang and stay there for a week to 10 days and hang with the people because they treat us so well. And they come out and they accept all and any kind of music that we play. And I'll go back with my band and play whatever, and they come out, and Bob will go with his band separately. But it's just, I mean, we receive so well over there that that's probably my favorite chord to go play.
0: All right. Well, speaking of your band, you have a band. Um, it's called Chameleon, and uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your band, Chameleon, and some of the members of the band. I know that's a, a project that's separate outside of 4Play. Uh,
3: well, we all have our, we try and keep those separate juices flowing because it only enhances when we've come, come together. We'll go away for a little while and play without bands and, And and, uh, it just enhances what we do when we come back because we come back with something fresh, a different approach. We have played a different way, and we bring something else to the table, so it keeps it fresh. But I've had several bands. My former two, previous two CDs were uh, straight-ahead trio records. I've had all the the Who's Who of piano jazz on those two, and then trying to keep it fresh, I uh, I put together a band and we went to Japan, and we played some of the music from the. CD that groundbreaking C that I was very fortunate to be a part of with Herbie Hancock called Han Yeah. I was, was co writer on a song called Head uh, called Chameleon. And I I've always thought of myself as a chameleon and people who know me call me a chameleon. So I I just called it the uh, a chameleon band and of course the fans that you can come here right away. And I called uh, Jimmy Haslip the bassist from the Yellow Jackets. Yeah. And Patrice Russian play keyboards. And Bill Summers, who's one of the original percussionists, is the original percussionist in and Headhunters. And uh, and then I called Azar Lawrence, who's a name from the past, a tenor player, that plays a lot like Coltrane, Myra Coltrane. And that was the band I used to play there. We did some, some demo recordings, and now I'm in the process of recording a CD for Concrete, which I'm very, very happy about.
0: Okay, I haven't had the pleasure of, of uh, meeting uh, Mr. Lawrence, but I know that he's an American jazz saxophonist, and yes. I know he's a sideman for McCoy Tyner and yes. late from the late Miles Davis, Freddie Hubbard, Woody Shaw. So I've heard of him quite a bit because sax players love um, Coffee Talk Jazz. We so said you gotta have you have to have Hazer Lawrence, you know, on the show. So I said I promise I will. So give a good shout out for us, and I'd, I'd love to bring him on and. And uh, and chat with him. I'd love it to see that. He a
3: storied history, and he was also a, composer of a number of rhythm and fire songs. He wow! that period. I didn't know. Yeah, and he stopped playing for a period, was a writer, and then uh, re- re- returned to playing. I don't know, maybe five, eight years ago.
0: So, okay, Edward, did you have something to uh, to add? You want to ask Harvey more questions?
2: I just wanted to to make a comment to Harvey. Um, Harvey, with the with Technology being what it is, and um, I just wanted to make a comment about your presence and your videos on YouTube. Um, I think um, it, it's wonderful to be able to to look at you and see you perform um, at our leisure. And how do you how do you see or uh, what what effect do you think um, your presence and being able to see you play your precision and your feel? Um, will have on people who are able to look at you and try to, to imitate you and duplicate you to take jazz and take drumming to another level?
3: Well, I don't know. There are a lot of incredible young drummers. I've seen. The, tech, the, the technical facility in drumming is off the charts. It's so much off the chain. I actually feel far behind in that area, and I'm always trying to stay, keep up. I start taking lessons again. I'm a friend of mine that teaches at the Drum Institute just so to, to try and move. My technical level is up even more, but the kids start young and they're just amazing. And I think uh, seeing videos and seeing how things are done, uh, and all the books and information, because that's the internet, the internet is the what, information highway. So kids yes. are learning very early. They're pushing the boundaries, and it's just amazing. So the, I, I expect that to continue. Now people can see it, hear it, read it, and it's just, it's just incredible. I think just in general, I mean. My small part is, is, you know, whatever it is. But uh, I think it's definitely going to be incredible. And I, I did see you working with
2: uh, a young man by the name of, I believe, is Rafi out of Indonesia.
3: Oh yeah, I produced a, a record for a, a young drummer. I think at the time he was twelve, but way beyond his years as far as uh, as far as musicality. And uh, I've been producing a lot of years. And they came to me to produce this record. We made a very very cool record. Very, very cool record. I like the record. Raffi lives in Jakarta.
2: Yeah, I, did, I did get to see a, a video of him, and he's he's phenomenal. As a young man, he's he's phenomenal.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. There are a lot of kids like that around. Yeah, just amazing. I'm a fan of also snare drumming and drum corps, and the drummers and the drum corps are just amazing. The snare drum championships. If you watch some of the snare drum, international snare competitions. The drumming is just off the hook. It's just crazy. I, I don't even Play that, and I spent my life playing, and I've saved some vehicles and stuff. is just so far, and just amazing, really exciting.
0: Well, Harvey, we love your music so much that we decided that we wanted to surprise you, and so we have a uh, we have a classic from 1999, and it's from your Show Enough Groove project, and it's called What's Going On. I'm sure you remember that. Oh, that was
3: a lot of fun. But I used the same band that recorded on Breezen. We did breezen and then I said, guys, come in the studio, I'm recording a new record. And uh, everybody was there. It was all the same band that was on Breezin'.
0: All right. So we're going to go ahead and take a listen to uh, one of Harvey's uh, previous projects from 1999. And I tell you, it's just as fresh now as it was then. So let's take a listen, shall we?
5: Jason Miles. I work with some great artists like Sting, Luca Vandross, Miles Davis, Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston, Chaka Khan, just to name a few. I wanted to share my new project with you. It's from my group, Global Noise, and the CD is titled A Prayer for the Planet, featuring myself, DJ Logic, Indian singer Falu, and some great guest artists. Global Noise is a mix of electro, funk, world groove and jazz and you'll enjoy every song and you'll hear the music played right here on coffee talk jazz radio with my friend and host miss bridget lewis stop by our official website www.coffeetalkjazzradio.com and stop by my site jasonmilesmusic.com thanks for your ear and enjoy the music
0: We are back broadcasting live, and I know you all just loved that uh, that track. That was called "What's Going On." That was track number six from Harvey Mason Seniors' 1999 project, "Show Enough Groove." And there's so many other great titles on there: "Grooving You," and "Marching um, March in the Shirt," and uh, "Don't Doubt My Lovin'." So, you guys just go ahead and add that to your jazz collection. Speaking of that, for my next three callers. We have some CD giveaways, so if you guys want to be a coffee mate tonight, you have to call in at 1-347-934-0108 and speak with our living legend. So often, Harvey, uh, folks want to talk with the legends, and and they email me these questions, and they text me these questions, and then you have a pro's pro here. The musical classroom is open. I'm telling everybody to come in and pull up a chair and ask your questions. And um, I think you have everybody mesmerized, Harvey. (laughs)
4: <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> We're certainly giving a lot of information. It's been fun. It's been great. You guys have been asking some great questions.
0: Oh, God, thank you so much. Well, so you, I tell honey. you, thank you so much. We love, we love Foreplay. We love you all individually and collectively, and I'm telling you, uh, Heads Up has been so good to us here at Coffee Talk Jazz, and let me just give a shout-out to them and thank them so much for putting uh, the Coffee Talk Jazz logo on the official 4Play um, website. I was so honored by that and um, I had a little tear in my eye. I'm like, thank oh. you. I was well, so sounds, honored.
3: The show sounds great and I'm happy to be on it and I look forward to listening to it. much more. I just, just heard oh. your promo for Jason Miles. He's a great musician. so
0: yes. Check that out. Great friend of mine. I love him. He's wonderful. Now, I have a CD. This is 4Play CD. Let me tell you guys, when I say this is hot off the press, this is so hot. It's in the prettiest CD cover. It's very thin. KCD cover. It doesn't even have the cover of Four Plays uh, album cover on it. But they sent me the CD, and um, it is. Um, it has the it has all the names on it on it, and um, it has the uh, the new album right pressed on the inside of it, and uh, it says to Miss Bridget Lewis, this was my personal copy, but I am willing to release it since this is our first show. Um, showcasing this particular um, CD, Esprit de Four. So for our next three callers, I'm going to be giving away three CDs. So, again, our number is one three four seven nine three four zero one zero eight. And if not, I'm going to hold it out until our next Legend Series. And speaking of that, just very quickly, let me tell you all the other legends that are coming to the show. And we have Mr. Chuck Lope, who will be our living legend on Tuesday, September 6th from 2 until 3, and he'll actually be Skyping in and calling us from Spain. So he's actually going to be 10 hours um, ahead, so it'll be actually 10 o'clock his time. So for our friends over in Spain, you guys, make sure that you check our calendar at Coffee Talk Jazz. And then we have Mr. Bob James, who will be here on the 18th. That's a special edition show on a Tuesday. That's going to be from 1 to 2. And then we have Mr. Nathan East, who will be here with us on a Thursday, on the 27th, from 7 until eight. And on the heels of that, we have Mr. Paul Jackson, Jr., uh, who's going to be hanging out with us on the 13th. His schedule changes so much. Um, he's going to be with us here on the 13th from 7 to 8. And we have, who I just got a call from him from, he was in Taiwan, uh, trumpeter Jeremy Pelt is going to be with us here on the 26th. So we've got great shows lined up for you. And um, we take you behind the curtain and get you up close and personal so you can chat with your favorite artists. Now, I want to ask you about your son, Harvey Mason, Jr., and the great work that he is uh, doing in the music industry. He's forged his own path, working with uh, Jennifer Hudson and so many. How proud are you of your son?
3: Well, I'm extremely proud of him. I knew early on that he was gifted from very early age. He took piano lessons, and I used to play matching phone games with him, and he hung out with me in the early days. With Ron Quincy and all the different people I was working with, and uh, he was a sponge. He really became, he, he was always writing songs, and I took one of his first songs and added a bridge to it, and uh, I really encouraged him to write, and I took it to the Grover Washington session, and he had a song on the Grover, Grover Washington date when he was eight. So uh, he's continued to write, and whenever we heard anything, I encouraged him to write, 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 write. He went to college on a basketball scholarship, played uh, started at the University of Arizona, played in the Final Four, and blew his, uh, blew his uh, knee out his senior year, unless he would have gone pro. He was just, but the, it, that wasn't what he was supposed to do. When he messed his knee up, he came to L.A. and started working with me, and then started getting around. We started passing out demos. The next thing you know, he's, he's big time. He's there. I think his first <laughs> spot was Tony Braxton. uh, was, no, uh Brandy. It was the first song that he had on there. He's been writing and writing and writing, and recently he was honored by the the T.J. Uh, J. Martell Foundation, and they they quoted that he had, as possible, 70 million CDs sold. Oh, wow. And he's written songs and written and written and written and writing and writing and has his own studio, so I'm really proud of him. I just don't like being called senior. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a senior, but, but, uh, but everybody calls me some people call it, they try to differentiate, but just call me Harvey and call him Junior.
0: Okay, just call <laughs> you Harvey, call him, call him Junior. Um, all right, awesome. But I'm
3: really proud of him, and uh, he's upped my stock and kept my leg alive. So I'm so happy I made not name him Harvey I had no
4: idea what
0: <laughs> the... Oh my goodness. Uh, Reggie, do you have anything to add? Because we're going to go ahead. The coffee is just about down to a simmer. I can't believe we've been uh, speaking for almost. Right about an hour, and we definitely want to honor your time. We know you're extremely busy, and we're so grateful that you've taken out this time. So, Reg, did you want to ask the the, uh, the last question?
2: Yes, just in regards to your in, your in regards to your son, you know, having access to you know a Harvey Mason as a father, how much input do you give, or or how much does he come to you and say, Dad, you know, uh, how do you feel about this, or? um you know, how much does he come to you and ask you for your input? None. <laughs> None? Wow. No, okay. I mean in the
3: early days when he was trying to get it going, we, we sort of strategized. But uh, at this point, no, he runs his own business, and I was on the board of uh, Naris for eight years. He took my place on that when I had, to, had to, I turned out. And no, he's a really astute businessman. He graduated from Arizona, and he's he's become pretty savvy. He's a pretty smart guy, and he doesn't ask me too many things. He thinks. He'd ask me should he buy to buy a house years ago but that was about it but uh, no he, he he's, uh, he's a self-made guy he's, you know, he's on his, himself he doesn't really consult me about that I ended up playing with him you know, playing some projects some pretty interesting projects I played on the Sierra project with him in, uh, but he's busy you know, like he did Whitney's last record he did Sparkle course,
0: Oh and, my.
3: Uh, and he was working on, her, working on that when she died and He's also doing the Braxton, the TV reality show. and He did American Idol. And now he's doing the X Factor. We were just together today. My granddaughter, his daughter, is, is a nationally ranked volleyball player playing at Marymount Mar, uh, High School. Oh, wow. So, play. so I was just with him. So uh, you know, I'm very proud of him. And, uh, I have a daughter and another son. a you know, football player. So I'm very comfortable there. The kids are great.
0: Well, that well, Har- is awesome.
3: That is, is Harvey, awesome. Uh,
2: ju- Junior is certainly a talent in his own right and a chip off the old block. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, he's doing great.
0: Well, oh, my goodness. Um, well, our coffee has come down to a simmer, and uh, no one called in to speak with her. I'm telling you, the phones are just lit up, and people are sending me emails, and uh I'm letting all my fans know, coffee mates, please do not call me after the show and say, Oh, can you? You can get in contact with Harvey and ask him this question, no. I want you guys to call in and talk to him. So for the next call I'm giving you guys one last shot. Our number is one three four seven nine three four zero one zero eight. And I do want to give away this C D that was blessed by Thorplay. I'm trying to tell you guys. All right. Okay. <laughs> so I just want to say, um, please say hello to to Bob and to Chuck and to Nathan. Again, I look forward to having them on the show. So uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to close it out. And uh, I want to say with music in our hearts and jazz in our souls, we want to thank you, our friends, fans, and supporters, for making Coffee Talk Jazz Radio and now television number one. And I do say television because I have the most amazing time On Saturday, I was at Burton Chase Park with um, the dynamic Evelyn Champagne King and her husband, smooth jazz guitarist Freddie Fox. I tell you, they turned it out with the R&B Soul Funk Party, and I had a chance to actually interview them, and now the lines are lit up. So we don't even know who is calling in. So uh, let's go ahead and open up the board and see if this person wants to ask a question. Hello, hello, and welcome. You're on live with Miss Bridget Lewis of Coffee Talk Jazz Radio and our living legend, Harvey Mason, and I'm a, a very special co host, uh, Reggie the Jazz Man of Smooth Jazz Mixes. Please tell us who you are, where you're calling from, do you have a shout out or question? Hello, caller, you're on live. Hello. Hello, welcome, welcome, caller, you're on live. Hi, Bridget, how are you? Hello, we're fine. As, Who's speaking, please? This, uh, my name is Jazzy Harris. Welcome to I the was, show. Thank you, thank you. I was just sitting here. I was, I've enjoyed the show, and I just wanted to call in to um, give my shout out to Mister Mason because I've been a long time um, fan of Foreplay. I think I have about ten CDs by them. And I've always admired them and and enjoyed their music, so I just wanted to call in to give my little shout-out to um, tell them that I've I've really enjoyed their music and to um, just continue to keep on doing what he's doing. Thank you very um, much for
3: calling, and I tell you, it's really appreciated, and the music is really heartfelt, and hearing from people like you really inspires us, and thank you very much, and we'll continue to try and make great
0: music. Thank you uh-huh. so much, and you have a good one. And thank you, calling. Uh, all right, okay. Daddy. Thanks so much. Okay. All right. So, Harvey, we're going to go ahead and leave you with the last word. What do you want to say to your fans, and then we're going to go ahead and take it out with a put our hearts together.
4: Well,
3: with music in our hearts and uh, <laughs> jazz and our soul, thank you very much for having me on. And to all the listeners and all the fans, I want to say that we, we make our music from the heart, and it's for you, and we're so happy that you enjoy it, and we'll continue to strive to with our best efforts to make the best music that we can. Awesome! Thank you for having me. On.
0: You're welcome. You. We love you for listening, you. and we'll see you next time.
3: Great. Okay. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Thank you.
0: Going to close out the show Um, Our guest has exited And we love that last song And I just want to thank My very very special co-host Reggie the jazz man From Smooth Jazz Mixes For being my wingman On this project He is the best ever So Reggie What do you want to say To the Coffee Talk Jazz fans
2: Well first of all To you Bridget Thank you for this wonderful Wonderful opportunity To Jump in and be a wingman And to uh, share this time with Harvey It was just a a wonderful time And it's just a memorable occasion I'm looking forward to more (laughs) And to to everyone out there You know, everyone listening Thank you for your support For supporting Smooth Jazz Make sure you support your favorite artists Your indie artists And we need to keep this thing rolling along Um, Make sure you also support Miss Bridget Lewis the coffee lady
0: all right so now we are going to close out the show we're going to play something else great by four players called all i want to do is you and then uh we're going to see you guys next time <laughs>